Hi, I'm Pastor Bill Sang from Faith Presbyterian Church. And before we get started today, I would like to dedicate today's message to the Christians in Afghanistan who are suffering because of their faith. If you've been following our series, you know that we are on day six in the Genesis creation account. And that includes the creation of mankind and the wild beasts of the earth. Now, I believe this day illustrates a divide between mankind and the animals that God created. And in fact, I believe that the gospel message also reveals that a lot of the people that were created in the image of God prefer to act as wild animals. In the Gospel of John, chapter 16, Jesus spoke to his disciples. He said, All this I have told you so that you will not go astray. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. Before we had kids, Melissa and I went down to Orlando, Florida on a vacation. And it was Sunday. We decided we were going to go to church that day, so we had to call up a cab to give us a ride. So the cab driver arrives, and before we can say anything, before we could tell her where we were going, she starts driving. When we get out of the church, when we get out of the hotel's driveway, I finally decided to say, well, I guess I should probably tell you where we're going, right? So she got our destination about a half hour later after driving for about a half hour, we arrive at our destination. After church, another cab driver picked us up. Immediately, as soon as we got into the car, the man asked us where we were going. And so we told him our destination and he said, oh, well, that's just about five minutes down the road. It was at that point that we knew the last driver had taken us for a ride. In moments like these, it dawns on us that we give mankind a little bit too much credit. And I don't blame us for doing so, because Genesis tells us that we were created in the image of God. So God's intent for humanity is to be a reflection of his goodness. That is not where we are. People have strayed so far from that image since the fall. Have you heard of the gang MS-13? They are a gang of El Salvadorians whose weapon of choice is the machete. Now, if you don't know what a machete is, think of a combination between a sword and a butcher's knife. If you think of uh, the movies, adventure movies, where they're going through the jungles, a machete is oftentimes what they use to cut through the vines and through the, the greenery surrounding and cut through all the trees and everything that, that are just engulfing them. Well, MS-13, this El Salvadorian gang, what they use machetes for is to dismember people, to torture them, and to kill them in the most brutal of ways. The 45th president of the United States called members of MS-13 animals. I found that to be a very interesting word choice. And it is because of 2 Peter 2, 9 through 12. 
the Apostle Peter wrote, These people, like irrational animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed, slander what they do not understand, and in their destruction, they too will be destroyed. The other day I was listening to a podcast and that described the violence that is going on in Afghanistan by the hands of the Taliban. And the Taliban are a terrorist organization, as, as you probably know, have once again taken control of that region. Now, they're going door to door, pulling Christians from their homes and executing them on the spot. They're murdering married men and kidnapping their wives. The brutality of the Taliban is nothing short of barbaric. They're like what the Apostle Peter says of the devil. They are like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Because of sin, people have decided that they want to identify more with the kingdom of animals than the kingdom of God. Animals were not created in the image of God. They were not created to be rational. God created the beasts of the earth, but mankind was his most special creation. And that brings us to the good news. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. We who are in Christ have been born again. And I believe that day six of creation foreshadows the end of the age. This day provides imagery to indicate at the end of time that God will send his son Jesus back into the world. Adam, in Luke 3.38, was referred to as the son of God because he has no human ancestry. In Genesis chapter 2, another detail is added to the story, namely that the son of God will be united to his bride whose body is made in his likeness and they will be led into paradise. This is not pure speculation on my behalf. The book of Revelation prophesies that in the coming days, a portion of humanity will be marked for God. This sign is called the seal of the living God. The 144,000 people that you sometimes hear about are those who receive his seal. This group is a remnant selected from the 12 tribes of Israel who will endure the tribulation of the final days. Now, the bad news is that the majority of humanity will identify with the beast. In fact, Antichrist is nicknamed the beast. Revelation 13, 16 through 17 tells us of the mark of the beast. It reads, He also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of his name. Verse 18 says, This calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is man's number. His number is 666. Oddly enough, the number people will be forced 
to receive corresponds to day six of creation, man's number. And it is perhaps a mockery of mankind as beasts were also created on day number six. I think of cattle that are branded, herded, and slaughtered. They are led willfully to destruction. How close are we to this final division between man and beast? Who will receive the seal of God? Who will take the mark of the beast? And what should we do when that day comes? Let me answer those questions through this illustration. I heard about an exam that was given to a number of experienced police officers. One of the questions was a worst case scenario type of question. A bank robbery is occurring across the street. A building is on fire next door and a car crashed into a fire hydrant that is now spouting water uncontrollably. The question was, what do you do? One courageous officer gave what some experts would call a wise solution. He said, in a situation like that, the best thing to do is to take off your uniform, put on civilian clothes, and join the crowd. <laughs> Obviously, the answer was a joke. Don't join the crowd. Don't live your life according to what everyone else says is right. Worldly wisdom is godless, and most people follow it. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus told the crowd in Matthew 7, 13, Wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. If you follow worldly wisdom when it comes to relationships, your understanding of God, your health, or anything else, you will be led astray. Now, it's hard to swim against the current. It can be discouraging and humiliating. That is why I would like to close this message by reading the words of Jesus from John 15, 17 through 19 and John 16, 33. He says, this is my command, love each other. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world.